0: Hi and welcome to the Overshare Hour podcast. We're your co-hosts Liv and Steph. Today's topic is drumroll please.
1: Confidence.
0: But first. <laughs> but first, it's check-in time. So, checking in with Liv, what have you been reading lately?
1: I've been reading Love at First Bite by Anna E. Collins. Um, it's good so far. It's reminding me a lot of the hating game, but not. It's just it's like a workplace thing. So I'm I'm getting kind of I'm a little did exhausted like by that?
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, did you like that trope? Like, what's going on?
1: No, I didn't. I just it was in my TBR and my the only other option sounded like a dupe for the Paris apartment and I was like okay well I just read that too so perfect whatever what have you been reading
0: oh my god so um I just finished um the Tom and Boys series I don't know if you know what that is I don't maybe not they're just so it's it's really cool though because it's like based in Ireland so a lot of the the language and how they speak is so funny like instead of shit, they say shite or whatever so I'm like reading it and I'm like cracking up um but yeah it's very similar to the addicted series um that was popular like last year not sure many that is okay that's like a huge series of books but basically like it's it's um it's based around a love story with like really complicated characters with really like scary backgrounds and like stuff that goes on with their families um but it's it has the same dynamic as addicted series where like you get to love not just like two main characters with their love story but like there's other supporting characters that you just fall in love love with as well I love that so it's like you you fall in love with like the friend group of it all so um yeah it was really good Um, and then I just started Say You Swear by Megan Brandy, um, which is, oh, and I forgot to mention, sorry, the last book that I read was also based off like rugby and stuff. So now I'm like in my sports trope era (laughs) because (laughs) this one is based off like these kids that are playing college football.
1: Um, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) that's so random. I feel like,
0: I know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good so far. Um, I just, so you're.
1: You're A out of your reading rut. Read, it sounds like, and B, you're in your series era. It seems like you've always loved series, though. I mean, you loved the things we never got over. Isn't that a series?
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Sounds like Steph's a series girl.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just like, give me more, give me more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I can let you know exactly what the names are of. I th- oh, wait, um, sorry, I'm like all over the place today um it's called Binding 13 is the first book of the Tom and Boy series if you want to like check it out and see if it's good but I loved it like it's on my top list um okay but yeah so what are you drinking
1: I'm drinking um a sea moss smoothie and I went a little bit overboard with the ingredients there's a lot going on but (laughs) honestly it's not that bad put a liquid IV energy packet in there and I am feeling the
0: energy mistakes were made though I'm sure mistakes
1: were made mistakes were really made but it's okay because I at least I'm getting energized and feeling healthy what are you drinking
0: I'm just having water (laughs) some good old water but I did want to mention something that I'm loving and um just to set the mood as well Um, I bought the vanilla musk candle from White Barn. It smells so good. Oh my God. Um, So yeah, I recommend that one, guys. I
1: haven't smelled that, but that sounds so good. I mean, I love the White Barn candles because I think they're, the packaging is just cuter. Yes, it's so good. And I love their scents. Vanilla. Oh my God. That sounds like heaven. Right now, I, um right now i have the springtime in paris candle burning from bath and body because it's spring did you know it's spring
0: yes yes it like
1: the date came and went A and i was few like days ago oh. yeah yeah so i thought like that would be nice cuz i kind of need those vibes right now cuz it's really rainy and gloomy but whatever but anyway lately i've been loving the tatcha dewy skin cream i know i'm so late to the game but like For some reason, I was always, um, not, like, anti Tatcha. I just, I knew that James Charles fucking loved it, so I just wanted to stay away from it, to be honest. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So I did, but I got a sample a couple months ago of the Dewy Skin Cream from Sephora with, like, my points. And I have been using it, and it's lasted, like, a month. Just the small little tiny sample size thing I'm like it's like comes in a little tiny jar but I'm like obsessed because a little goes such a long way with it and it smells so good and it really does feel good so we'll be buying the full size
0: yes oh my god yeah I remember I also bought like a mini size during Christmas like a year ago um and it is amazing I just because I like to experiment I stopped using it but honestly like now that I think about my skin was feeling so good when I was using their like rice cleanser and like a mix of the dewy skin cream like that was the combo
1: I got their rice cleanser and that little thing too uh, um, a sample like bottle of that but I gave it to Justin because like I'm just so set on what I like have as my cleanser um also Tatcha is expensive so I'm like I don't really know that I want to get addicted to everything um but yeah That's what I've been loving lately. It's like month two now of the overshare hour which means it's time to get into what we're working on for the following month. Steph, what are you (laughs) working on? So lately
0: I've been in a rut so I should probably do what you guys should do and listen to our last few episodes where we talk about getting out of a rut. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I've been needing to like get myself motivated. So that's what I've been working on lately, just doing little steps to kind of get back into my routine. Um I was recently sick. And so that kind of kind of brought me back to just like square one when it comes to like fully going into my routine and doing everything to like be motivated and stay happy and feel good. So I want to be like the best health and wellness girly I can be so I am slowly but surely getting there
1: you'll get back but to it I believe in you
0: thank you yeah
1: me too I'm like
0: I'm bright every day you'll um, get but I'm there. just little by little yeah I know it's just you know you want to see changes in yourself so fast but you have to remember like you're only human and like you know you just have to kind of like process everything and then slowly get there exactly um, but what about you what have you been working on
1: Okay, I've kind of been working on this, like, subconsciously, I guess, for a while. Um, mostly in my career, but I've also been transferring it to, like, all parts of my life. I, <laughs> as you guys have most likely noticed, I tend to say a lot without saying very much at all. I'm working on saying what I mean without saying a lot. Like, just getting the words out and not being it. Like, being concise but also like articulating what I need to say Um, because it's just like it's like a common like symptom of people pleasing is like over explaining myself. I'm working on it and I'm doing it right now. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I mean,
0: it's something that like it's a part of who you are in a way, you know what I mean? Which I love that about you. So don't don't change everything. I love the rambles when we're chilling, so.
1: No, yeah. Um, But that's what I'm working on. Now it's time to get into the, I wouldn't say juicy part of the episode, but (laughs) (laughs) the main segment, which is confidence. And yeah, I guess we can first talk about what it's all about. I feel like this is just a fact that um, confidence is literally to be like unapologetically yourself. In my opinion, it's being able to look in the mirror or walk into a social setting or just do something new out of your comfort zone without the weight of insecurities just completely bringing you down.
0: Yeah. Touching on what Liv is saying is that we've all struggled with a lack of confidence in very different ways. Whether you're currently struggling with that or if you want just some tips for down the road. Um, me and Liv are just putting our heads together today to kind of help you walk, help walk you through this journey and everything that entails having an exuding confidence. Cause I feel like at the end of the day, like confidence is something that, you know, you walk into the room and you could, it's almost like, how do I say this? It's almost like an orb around you. Like, I feel like when someone walks into the room, it's an aura an aura orb
1: yeah (laughs) an orb (laughs) an orb
0: no that's the word that I was thinking of but I said oh I was just hitting like
1: no I was just hitting off what you were saying (laughs)
0: legit (laughs) okay well what I meant to say was aura (laughs) right (laughs) um yeah I feel like when someone walks into the room they have this like nice like aura around them and the word the way that they like you know, their posture, the way that they're speaking, like their facial expressions, I feel like you could just kind of tell that they have that confidence. Um, And I feel like everyone kind of strives to be confident.
1: Right. And I feel like those confident people almost like aside from just being like, Oh, that's that girl. Like that's that bitch. But it's also like they kind of like this like, easygoing way about them. Without I don't know. It's just so like effortless seeming, but you know that it did take effort to be that way for ninety nine percent of the population who were confident. Like, yeah,
0: for sure, we all have well, our own struggles. more confident, you know what I mean. And everybody goes through different things that kind of knock them down. So I feel like confidence is kind of like happiness. Like happiness always comes and goes, and I feel like confidence can be that way sometimes. You know, like I struggle with confidence all the time. Like I feel like for me. <laughs> Confidence is very much like happiness. It kind of just depends on like my mood, like how I'm feeling, Um, but to to that point, I feel like depending on the situation I'm in, I can be confident or not. Having a little bit of confidence
1: goes a long way. I feel like once you've reached true confidence, because I have, I have several times, like you know what it takes to get back to that. You know exactly what to do. You just need something to push you. And maybe this podcast episode will push you if you've been there, which the first and arguably most important key to confidence, in my opinion, is fake it till you make it. So, I had a little example of faking it till you make it when it comes to getting to the road to confidence. I have an example of going to an influencer event and I went by myself and I was feeling pretty anxious about it. I wasn't very confident at the time, I had insecurities, and I also very much did not like the thought of walking to an event where most people had a plus one or plus two and I was by myself but I walked into the room with a level head I didn't get on my phone I just walked up to the first person that I felt like I could make a connection with and I ended up making friends and I literally did fake it till I made it I like faked my confidence and I feel like people didn't notice they just didn't even care that I was faking it because I don't know I feel like once you fake it you're like literally just you're like putting the building blocks together to actually be confident like you're literally working on it and making strides
0: yeah I feel like I've faked it till I made it career wise um and I have that as an example I um felt like I was underqualified for certain like jobs and stuff and and I was I was definitely underqualified but I kind of just like went with it anyway and I applied and I I got interviews for things that I felt like I wasn't qualified for but I did my research because that's like Liv says it is really all about like hard work you know like fake it till you make it yes but you can't just make this stuff up because people are gonna know that you're either lying or you know you're just talking shit out of your ass like you actually have to do the work and research Mm -hmm. you know what I mean to kind of fake it till you make it right so it's all about having that like research and confidence to um not miss out on the opportunities just because you think you're underqualified because you might be um that you don't have that experience but if you do the research and you you share that you have the skills give yourself that chance and 99% of the time like if you haven't exude that confidence that you're like listen you have a job for me and I can do this job like 100% like they're mm-hmm. going to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to want that girl versus the girl who comes in and may have all the qualifications on her resume, but then is very, very shy and maybe, you know, doesn't seem like she wants to be here and you know what I mean? So it kind of is that for that and that, um,
1: in the career. You have sense, the drive it for it. Works.
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course. yeah.
1: No. Yeah. Which. On another note, I personally believe that Steph was very qualified, but maybe that's just me and my biased opinion. <laughs> um, but yeah, exactly like that. Like you, if it's something like a job, you have to be willing to learn and you have to be very clear about that. And you do need to do some research and kind of sound like you at least know what you're talking about, even if you don't, because once you get in there, the training will exactly. come. The training will come. You'll learn. And honestly, no one will even notice. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. And if you're a college girly, like, listen, like you can learn as much as you want in college, but at the end of the day, the job is not going to be the same and they're going to train you just like anyone starting from zero. So literally just like apply, get your ass in there and take the opportunity.
1: So confidence obviously starts from within, like important to start where it really matters first. And that's always internal. My favorite thing to do, honestly, and I, I want everyone to do this because it really is so important is beginning each day with mirror affirmations, looking at yourself in the mirror while you're doing your skincare routine or after you brush your teeth, say like five great things about yourself out loud to the mirror. I don't like five just things you love about your appearance or yourself affirmation wise. I love to do that.
0: That's cute. I've never heard a lot about that, like in podcasts or just like Friends in Passing. But I've never Mm -hmm. actually, like, applied that. Like, I've thought about it. Like, I'll be doing my makeup like, oh, like, your face looks really good today. You know, like, I'll say it in my head. But, like, it's not something I've dedicated to, like, saying out loud. I really want to. I feel like that'll be so nice. Like, a little. No, yeah.
1: You should. It's Nice to yourself. Exactly. It's kind of like a practice of getting yourself out of negative self-talk, too. Which all, like, reverts back to confidence. So like I, I for example, find myself being, I can be really mean to myself when I look in the mirror and I'm not happy with what I see and I will say it in my brain and sometimes I'll say it out loud as crazy as that, as that seems and then I'll no, catch No, I do that
0: too. I do that too. And I've done that lately and I like makes me want to cry. I'm like, why am be, I being so mean to myself?
1: Yeah. And just think back to like the little girl who would be so proud of who she is today, like who I used to be. Well, you know, how I was when I was a little girl. Like, I would be over the moon ecstatic about who I am and what I look like. So I I also remember that, yeah, that is who I'm talking to as well. But uh. going off of, like, negative self-talk, if you do catch yourself being mean to yourself or practicing negative self-talk, I think it's important to kind of set up, like, a reward system. When you talk that kindly to yourself, you find yourself saying something nice about yourself. Go buy yourself a coffee Go do something that you love doing, even if, like, you don't really, like, feel like it's necessary. Go splurge. Go treat yourself because I think it's important to reward good behavior, um, and that is good behavior. And then I, th- I think if you find yourself being mean to yourself in the mirror, donate to a charity or, or go buy someone a coffee, even though it's probably going to make your day. Like, go spend money on someone else and not yourself.
0: Yeah, that's cute. I like that then ending each day with like written affirmations um which also <laughs> falls in line with stuff i do on five minute journal but i think that's so important to just reflect on your day um mm-hmm. and kind of like you know just like what did you do today that you really liked what did you do today that you could work on like i feel like that's so important um mm-hmm. builds confidence in any aspect that you're struggling with
1: yeah, and confidence wise, like I think obviously this beginning of your day with like the stuff in the mirror and then writing it down and solidifying it, even if you just want to say the exact same stuff that you said to yourself in the mirror, like you become what you think. you become what you put out in the world. So,
0: yeah, manifest that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Next thing we want jumping out of your comfort zone with I feel like we've touched on a lot in other podcast episodes. Out of your comfort zone, whether it's like gym anxiety, so if you want to like sign up for some kind of workshop or class by yourself, like, the reward is worth the risk. Like if you really <laughs> want to better yourself and you want to be healthy, um, you're scared to like being out of your comfort zone. And build key Instead of picking up your phone in social situations, like Liv didn't do when she went to that <laughs> influencer event. You feel awkward and you want to like I've had that situation happen in three so times and I'm oh yeah like, everyone I grab has my phone and I'm like oh like pretending I have something to do like no one's texting me yeah. scrolling on your
1: phone aimlessly like literally it's such a natural human experience but it shouldn't be
0: yeah just like speak to someone <laughs> At or if you event, make friends if,
1: yeah and if you don't want to speak to someone like if it is an event or something like that like go and look at whatever is there at the event and just like browse around and don't be that unapproachable person who's looking down on their phone acting like something like better they're to do. so busy. Yeah I just think it's really important to like build that confidence it's like okay I really want to do this because this is my like comfort blanket but it's not going to benefit me in any way shape or form. Another thing is I- I've heard that dancing in public works like From several different sources. One was just like a TikTok, another being Lauren Giraldo. I know that she does this when she's like trying to pump herself up, when she's like feeling shy about vlogging in public. She'll just dance with Henny or by herself. And I kind of fucking love it. And I kind of want to do it. So. Fuck that literally
0: you. unlocked the memory of me watching her, you her YouTube video, and she literally was like, "I do this sometimes, just and so she's in Target." Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I remember seeing that, and that's so true. Like, I remember on my like dancing TikTok days, because like during the pandemic, oh my, <laughs> my friends went crazy on TikTok. And like for a year after that, we were just like hopping on all the dance trends, like just for fun, and just dancing at Target, and like we literally just didn't care, like and that built so much confidence in all of us. We were just, just having fun, like you know, not really caring what anyone else thinks.
1: Exactly, and like I'm definitely, I'm I'm so like that when I'm with my friends, I'm so extroverted in that way. But yeah. like I'm also like a very introverted human, and like by myself. I normally would never do that but hearing that it really does build confidence. I mean it makes sense. There, I feel like there's the science backs it up like it's just kind of like enforcing that you don't give a fuck what other people think. So, I want to try that. But so when it comes to jumping out of your comfort zone, it's important to remember that even if things don't go your way, you're still building this metaphorical suit of armor. But like in this case it's like a suit of confidence. Um, it's faking it till you make till you make it. Um, and you're like, you're gaining the skills you need to be a more confident person, a happier person. So even when things don't work out the way you intended, be grateful that that's the way it happened because it's all beneficial.
0: For sure. Another thing is practicing self-assured body language. So I think I spoke a little bit about that when someone like walks into the room and they have that like Damn, like she's that girl, you know. She's like walking with confidence. Like when you hear that, that's just adopting a confident body language. You're standing up straight. You have your shoulders back. Um, your posture's looking good. You have like a power stance. Like it's it's giving. Like I don't know if you guys have ever seen like the most confident human beings. I feel like ever are the drag queens. Like I was gonna say that. Yes, it's the first thing I think about when I think of like a positive body language and a. Um, I was gonna say confident when you body language
1: yes when you said earlier I don't think anyone is born confident I was gonna say except for RuPaul like that was <laughs> what I was going to say
0: yeah, yeah yeah I'm sure there are human beings that are born confident and been confident the entire <laughs> lives but um it's very rare and for this in the mirror like your posture I think that I'm always slouching I'm like the worst when it comes to posture um, but like when I have when I'm really thinking about it, like if I'm going into like a meeting with like a bunch of people or something and I have to present like I'm the first one to be like, you know, shoulders back, like make sure that everything yeah. like good and centered. Um, I feel like that's really, really important.
1: Yeah, I, I feel that I I feel like I'm good with that one. 100. I've always had very good posture as well. I've always said like, like I'm on the shorter scale of being short but i've always said like i carry myself like a taller person because of a my personality but b i literally like my posture and i feel like anyone with good posture who's shorter feels that like you feel taller when you're around your taller friends cuz like i don't know
0: i feel that and you do give off tall girl energy like before oh
1: I my god <laughs> that's so nice <laughs> the nicest thing anyone said to me my dream yeah. in life is to be like a tall girl i mean there's nothing hotter the legs, the everything, Everyone looks at the tall girls <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> another thing that I think it's important to practice and it might take you a while is doing your best to maintain eye contact while people are talking to you and while you're talking with other people um, and engaging others in the conversation. It's something that I could definitely work on. I personally have a problem with vulnerability. I feel like eye contact is a very vulnerable human experience. I, I don't know why. I don't know if everyone agrees with me, but I need to work on it. Maintaining for sure. Yeah. I do need to work on it, though, because you know how it feels when, like, you're trying to talk to somebody and you just, like, can't look them in the eyes. Like, that's not giving confidence. That's
0: so important. Um, And it's something that I talked about with my coworkers, like, fairly recently, because we were talking about how that, with our higher-ups, establishes so much, like, confidence in, like, um, and then obviously not in a work level, but just maintaining eye contact in general with everyone. I've been working on it for like the past few months and I've gotten, like I'm skilled at it. You know what I mean? Because the the key is that I spoke about with my coworkers is let them look away first. And once they've looked yeah. away, you're chilling. You know, and we're going
1: contact. full on primal in this workplace. Steph is going alpha dog energy on all of her coworkers. That's amazing. Absolutely. It's iconic. Anyway um eye contact eye contact eye contact
0: so besides eye contact another thing that is very important something we can all work on is never worrying about what other people think um that will make you super confident and motivate you to do whatever the hell you want I think that that's so so important um it's obviously like I struggle with that I'm sure Liv struggles with that um like that's just normal yeah
1: no 100% although it's although easier said than done something that works for me is remembering the pale blue dot theory which is like an excerpt from a book by Carl Sagan which i know that sounds so pretentious of me but it's kind of just in a where i have an actual i have a tattoo that says pale blue dot cuz it used that speech used to make me mean so fucking much to me so if you want to know what it is go look it up on youtube but essentially it's just floating rock vibes you know and realizing that hey we're on a floating rock none of this fucking matters none of the scales into comparison to like literally just the universe but their opinions don't pay the bills they're so wrapped up in themselves that even if they notice the little things that you might be insecure about or have done like they're not gonna pay attention they're literally so wrapped up in themselves and if they do notice they'll forget like in a blink of an eye they just like won't even remember so at the end of the day don't do something that you really want to do just because you're afraid of what other people will think because you're only holding yourself back
0: yes exactly and honestly i just remembered a movie that i recently watched and it's called everything everywhere all at once i love that it made me cry Ah, sorry i was just about to recommend it to everybody uh you guys have this oh so fucking movie i did i don't know why like my emotions were just so internal like i didn't cry my boyfriend sobbed and like for him yeah, to at sob the at end at a movie is like insane um but yeah it's very much so floating rock vibes but also because you well it's the multiverse yeah of course but like the whole point was one of the characters just like didn't even want like well she was like what was the point we're on a floating rock kind of thing yeah and it kind of was just about you know making sure that you even though you shouldn't care what other people think and all of that like the people you do care about like hold them close and like make time for everybody and just like you know just be kind to one another I think that's like yeah. such a big thing and um yeah that was a little off topic but you guys should definitely go watch that movie
1: no, I loved that movie, and I'm so happy that he got his Oscar. Oh my God, yes.
0: Were you the one that was saying that you were like, hopefully Hollywood doesn't ruin him or something?
1: Yes, because Hollywood's a really creepy and terrifying place, and oh, I don't know. He's such a sweetheart. I my favorite. How do you? I don't know how to say his name, so I don't want to butcher it. To be completely yeah, Ki Kwai Kwan. I I don't know how to say it. But I know him from The Goonies. He was Data in The Goonies. And he was just a baby then. Oh, my God. So full circle. So cute. But I loved that movie. It made me cry so hard at the end. And I wasn't expecting to because there was so much going on. that it was like, oh, yeah, almost- it was such a it crazy a little- movie.
0: All right. So another thing is creating healthy habits. Um. So what's your why? Your purpose in life? You know, what's giving you motivation? I feel like when you are set on what you want, like that builds confidence like you know live right here who do you want to be a healthy motivated confident bitch
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did write that
0: (laughs) so just like you know take the set steps to be the girl or boy that you want to be
1: yeah take the steps you need to take to get to the place where you want to be um and that usually I feel like takes mapping it out because like you might know your end result but like. I don't feel like we always know how we're going to get there and how we get there might not be the way we map it out. But to at least kind of have that in your head, I feel like you know your journey and how you want it to go. I think that also builds confidence and it builds balance. I feel like when you are fully balanced and fully healthy and things are going really well for you, you kind of have all these things set in motion. It's giving very much inside out vibes where you're like in the brain and there are all the islands connecting to the brain. It's like confidence, like Healthy, like fitness, motivation, like they're all lit up. And then you get sick and they all turn (laughs) on. But me. (laughs) No, exactly. That's why I said that. But map it out, do a balance board. You need help with your balance board, go listen to our rebalancing episode. Um, and I think the very last thing when it comes to things that you need to like keep in check when it comes to building confidence, and I think we kind of already touched on it a little bit, was just putting an end to like comparing yourself, like self-comparison to anybody else. Just do your best to not do it. And if it takes creating like a reward system to find yourself like, oh, like you see like someone that you'd really like to look like or be like or have their career or things going well for them, like catch yourself, reward yourself when you're just happy for them and you're not being mean to yourself because you don't have that or getting pissed or being like, fuck them. Don't do that either. Yeah, because don't be a hater. Well, yeah, I feel like when you're hyping other people up, you're actually building your own confidence because you're realizing, oh, I can be happy for people. Like it's all good.
0: Yeah, yeah, and also instead of like hating on people, maybe like be friends with them and figure out how they got to where they are. You know what I mean? And how you can build on that to also get to that place. Um, And then lastly, just wanted to touch on some physical steps besides like mapping it out and balance boards. Um, Just some things that I kind of do in order to become more confident and kind of get my confidence back if it's gone. Um, So I've already touched on five minute journal. It's amazing. Um, But five minute journal honestly has changed my life in so many ways. Like it really kind of expands your mind. I feel like I've been going through life kind of like with blinders on and the affirmation journal kind of just helps like set everything to motion and it helps build that routine and keep yourself in check. Because um, we yep. do morning and nightly check-ins. And then another thing that I love to do, I feel like when I'm feeling out of it, out of like, and I'm in a rut or I just don't feel confident in myself, I feel like just doing like a deep cleanse of like, I just go in and I shave, I wash my hair, I style my hair, um, you know, go in with my skincare, like basically just completely cleanse myself physically. Do a face
1: mask. plane with, like, a nice little razor. Do a face mask. Take a hot girl bath. Does that exist? I don't know.
0: (laughs) No, but we should fucking trade. Take a bath.
1: Throw on a podcast. Throw on our podcast. Put some ice water in a wine glass. Shave your legs like she said. Do your full hair grooming routine. And you'll come out of it confident as fuck.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then lastly... Um, I always like to do this like if I'm feeling physically like not not confident at all I like to go out and like buy a new outfit whether it's like a workout outfit or something to like go out for dinner with if I have something upcoming like just going and like getting a new fit I feel like that always like cures my (laughs)
1: my like dysmorphia in my body it gives you something to look forward to as well but I completely agree with all of that that you just said um if you're struggling with confidence and you need more tips we'd be happy to put out another episode because there's so much to it as fucking annoying as that is there's just a lot that goes into being confident but I feel like this really has this is like a good healthy starting point for anyone that just needs help being that confident bitch that you deserve to be
0: but yeah I hope you guys take this and really apply it to your lives because I really think that it'll make a change
1: yeah. Having that said, you guys, we're going to do our fun segment. Last episode, we did tipsy episode. The whole episode was fun. Yeah. At least I thought it was. But fun segment time. We're doing trendy or timeless.
0: So since we know that most fashion is trend-based, thank you, internet. Um, The whole theory of fashion trends return returning after 20 years and then recycling onward. But we're giving our takes on pieces that really are timeless in our opinion. Um, and it's not just fashion related, but in other things we are also touching on.
1: Yeah, a lot of it is fashion, but we're, we're putting some other stuff in there. If that doesn't float your boat. Um, but I'm all about timeless these days and I'm so fucking happy about it. I just no more trends for me. I'm fucking done. I'm over it. I'm I'm literally exhausted as I feel like we all are. I, I can't keep up with the trends and half of the time I don't even like them. Um, but if I do like them, I just remember like this is going to die out in six months or less. So I'm not going to spend my money on it and waste more space in my closet and then have to get rid of it and create more waste on the earth. So I'm building a sustainable lifestyle with a capsule wardrobe. Um, and I love that for me, but let's get into it. So we're going to say the item, whatever it is. And then I will say either trendy or time- timeless. Stuff will say that. And if we feel like we need to get into the why, then we will. Or we're going to try to do these like rapid fire.
0: All right. Gold me- jewelry. Trendy or
1: timeless? Timeless.
0: Timeless for me. I literally only wear gold jewelry. and love it.
1: Yeah. I actually used to only wear silver because that's all I could afford. But now your girl can afford real gold jewelry. So, of course, I'm going to splurge. I think it looks better. It's like warmer tones and I feel like warmer tones look good on most people. Glazed donut nails, trendy or timeless? I'm thinking trendy. I'm thinking trendy too, but I almost love them so much. I want them to be the new timeless. So who knows? Maybe I'll keep them around. I don't know that I love like the super chrome glazed donut, but like a nice- I like the subtle. Slight. Slight is what I'm talking about. Um,
0: I think it's so pretty. I really do like it, but I think it's trendy and it'll probably fall off.
1: Oh yeah. Like everything does like that, but I kind of hope it sticks around to be honest. I think it's beautiful. It's like silky satin looking. Um, Up next, the mock and mock bow heels, trendy or timeless? I'm
0: obsessed with them. Like I, I definitely think they are trendy, but I would say timeless just for me. Like I would wear those from like now and I'll wear them when I'm 80 type of thing like I love them
1: me too I'm saying timeless I think that the style actually has been around for longer it's just mock and mock adapted it and made it more I don't know trendy in a sense where they put the glittery stuff on but I mean it's luxury designer I feel like most luxury designer not all, at Balenciaga and all those other brands but I feel like most shoes are truly timeless when it comes to that so yeah timeless
0: okay natural makeup look trendy or timeless
1: timeless what how could it not be <laughs>
0: yeah literally oh my god I just just thinking about what people how much makeup people would apply on their faces it's like
1: it's the over of, like, the over exaggerated eye yeah it's just as fun as it was and as pretty as yeah. it can be it's I don't think there's any more anything more beautiful than you looking like yourself. I've never seen anyone look bad in a natural makeup look. And I've seen a lot of people look bad, myself included, with a full glam look. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. Yeah, I was
0: just about (laughs) to say that. Agreed.
1: So up next, lacy dresses. Could be any length, just I'm talking lace. Trendy or timeless? Trendy. Trendy. Next. I don't like it.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh black pumps, trendy or timeless?
1: Fucking timeless. I have a pair myself. I love them.
0: Agreed. Timeless.
1: Um the color brown, trendy <sighs> or timeless? <laughs> I'm talking more in fashion. Like brown hoodies, brown sweats, brown tops, brown pants, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I love brown. But I don't know. I think I'm going to go trendy on it. I really think it like it's trendy. It's trendy. I don't think it's going to stick.
1: The trend died for me a while ago.
0: <sighs> okay. Trench coats, trendy or timeless?
1: I feel like that's so obvious. I mean, it's timeless. They've existed for eons.
0: Yeah. <laughs> e- eons? <laughs> I love <the laughs> way you said
1: that. <laughs> Let me push up my little glasses.
0: <laughs> yeah. Timeless for me as well.
1: Okay. Winged eyeliner.
0: If it's a thin wing, Then I would say timeless. Yeah, like not
1: super over-exaggerated. Like more natural and Yeah, timeless.
0: Timeless for me. Nude light pink nails. Trendy or timeless? Timeless because it
1: looks like your natural nail color.
0: Timeless for me as well. Oh my god. The next one. (laughs)
1: Long, I'm talking maxi, denim skirts. Trendy or timeless?
0: Trendy and it makes me want to barf. Like I don't know...
1: I know. It's so trendy. I don't
0: like it. I know some girls can pull it off because I've seen it, but I don't mm. like it. I just don't, don't, don't like it.
1: Trendy. And I think the reason those girls can pull it off is because it falls in line with a, Is she, is it cute or is she just skinny? They're, yes. I think everyone it looks good Agreed. on, they're just skinny. Like, Agreed. it's not a look. I know it's not comfortable. Not for me, babe. Trendy.
0: MIDI length LBD Little Black dress.
1: for the girls that don't know I would say timeless actually I feel like I've seen people wear middies in the 40s the 60s maybe not the 80s but I mean timeless
0: I would say timeless as well I feel like since I came out the womb I was wearing a little black dress
1: Steph popped out the womb in an LBD and she went to a nightclub (laughs) it might not have been a midi though um, up next, silk dresses. not lacy, silk. Turn to your timeless.
0: I would say timeless. Like I feel like it's very, like classy and elevated.
1: so elegant, too. Timeless as fuck. I've always said this. like when I get married, I'm wearing full silk, like super simple, little off topic, but I won't go on it for too long. I've always sorry if you've been married and you did do a full photo shoot and you took a million pictures in your dress. That's fine. Every, like, to each their own, but I don't want to be that girl who, like, does a full couple's photo shoot, like, after their wedding. I want one picture. I want it to be on the altar. My grandparents have these pictures of themselves. Both of my grandmothers were wearing their own silk dresses. One picture. That's all they had. There is nothing more iconic than that. I mean, that shit could be on the cover of Vogue. I want one picture. I want one shot, and I want it in a little silk dress. That's my vibe. But
0: no, I think that's cute. That's very unique.
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't back in the day,
0: but right. I'm fulfilling <laughs> the
1: old people's prophecy. Yes, but,
0: The YSL Le 5-7 Handbag.
1: Honestly, as trendy as it is right now, I would say it's timeless. It's really, like, honestly elegant, and it's nice hardware, and it's really nice leather, so I'm going to give it a timeless. I what want it. It's so nice. To?
0: i feel like yeah and like it's something that you could give to your like children like later on like it's it's beautiful it's it's capsule exactly i definitely think that um it's timeless
1: love it okay the clean girl look
0: that's timeless for me so timeless Um, same sparkly dresses trendy or timeless
1: trendy ish it really depends on the style But I would also say timeless because Marilyn Monroe's sparkly dress, like thinking back to like literally what was in style back then and what is now, like I think sparkly dresses have held their own. What about you?
0: Yeah, I think they're timeless. I was going to say trendy as well, but then I started to think about it and I was like, everybody wears like every new year, someone wears sparkly something. You know what I mean? Right. Even if it's not a dress, like I feel like there's so many ways you can go about it. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah just like that sparkly or like sequin effect like I feel like you could work that like in every era
1: yep another one is leather jackets I feel like so obviously timeless but I want to know your take
0: no it is it's timeless for me of course okay next we have black leather gloves
1: black leather gloves timeless I have several pairs my mom has several pairs my grandmother's had several pairs so I know and they go with anything. Um, croissant rings. I'm gonna go trendy. I'm really not into it. I used to be, but not anymore. Yeah,
0: I think they're trendy as well. Um they're pretty, but I I don't know, I don't think that they'll hold their time. I think they're almost out of style, yeah, really. <laughs>
1: mostly i mean i still see them no i still see them but no shade no shade if you like a croissant ring especially if it was nice and expensive i can see like our generation as grandmothers wearing them when we're 80 but i really don't see any other generation grabbing onto those older or younger. yeah
0: i feel like my grandma i'm not gonna lie though i now that i'm thinking about it because my my grandmother has these gold rings um mm-hmm. she never takes off ever um she has one that's like a croissant ring but like almost like thin
1: like very like,
0: like it's like it's like thin and it's like um lengthwise as well it's very small um and it's really pretty on her so now I'm thinking about it maybe if like it was like a thinner version of it
1: yeah I'm looking up vintage ones Celine makes one or made one but I don't know what year this is from Um, I'm just trying to see, like, how old- No, it says made in LA, bro. That's not fucking vintage.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, she has an old one, um, and... Yeah, my grandmother is 90 years old now. She's worn that shit for, I don't know how long. I
1: wonder if Justin just got here or something. No? I don't know why the dogs are barking. Okay.
0: Next we have cowl neck top slash dresses.
1: Yeah. Um I would say they're like on the trendy scale. I feel like they're they weren't very popular back in the day, like back back in the day, but I do think they're timeless. I think if they're simple enough, like honestly hot as fuck, elegant, low-key. Yeah. I love them. I have a backless one that I just got from Revolve. It's black. It's beautiful.
0: Agreed.
1: Um, black turtlenecks.
0: That's timeless for me.
1: I would say timeless. I don't I don't have any. Um, but mm-hmm. I do have some black long sleeves. I don't, I don't have many turtleneck now. I have a couple sweaters that are turtlenecks that I love, but t-shirt-wise, like I don't know that I would like that. I have turtleneck trauma from being a kid. My mom used to have to fucking scream at me to get me to put my goddamn turtlenecks on when it was cold outside. And I'd be like, <sighs> like a turtleneck be going on my neck and I'd hate the feeling and I'd be like yeah like a dog
0: could ever happen to you is having a panic attack with the like or like feeling like you can't breathe and you have a turtleneck on that's like
1: yeah you feel so restricted and I feel like because um those tops are tighter I feel like I wouldn't like it um but sweaters sweaters I can fuck with lastly we have Levi's jeans This is so obviously timeless. I think they recently found a pair of Levi's jeans from the 1800s, like on a recent archaeological dig. So, bada bing, bada boom, I think that's the most timeless. And they hold up so well. Yeah. Yeah. Timeless. For sure. Timeless. Timeless. Um, I hope you guys enjoy trendier timeless to close out the segment. I'd like to quote the ever brilliant Jacqueline Smith at I blame Jacqueline on Instagram. You know what's timeless? Not following trends and not looking to nepo babies for what to buy next. End quote. All the side eye to Haley Bieber. No road skin here, girls. We can't. <laughs> and she's so fucking right, words Um. And thank you guys for hanging out with us. That is a wrap for episode nine. Episode 10 coming soon, one week. So set your alarms. Everyone support
0: us by following the Overshare Hour and Live at Live C. Green and me, Steph, at Steph X Guzman on Instagram. You can subscribe to the podcast um, and leave us a rating or review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Next week, we are diving into everything we've influenced each other to buy. So hold on to your wallets and tune in next Monday. Bye, everybody. Bye.